in this match. If it's a war, you can say whatever you want. I thought I was a cult. I didn't know what was going on. The Fed did. I think New York did. One of your executive vice presidents loves that company. It's the first ever finishing move that's exclusive to a promotion. We are back for another week. Uh, a lot to talk about this week. Decent amount of news. Uh, we have a TLC pay-per-view co- upcoming this Sunday. It's that time of the month already. Yeah. Well, Hope you got your pads ready. It's that, it's that time of the every two weeks we have one of these things now. I know. It's crazy. But you, like you told me earlier, and I was more never more relieved for there not to be wrestling for two months in my life. Well, you said this is our last pay-per-view before Royal Rumble? It should be, unless I'm mistaken. Well, thank God. We both are not a fan of the too many pay-per-views. Yeah. We, we both know that. But it's... What, is it still snowing out there? Yeah, it's flurrying. It's a snowy day in Pennsylvania as we get ready for a snowy week in Pennsylvania. Uh, if it happens, I'm still skeptical. If it ha- Well, no, this one is... is I know, but... We, it, this, it, we, we live in an area of Pennsylvania that's very weird with weather because we're right on the mountains. I mean, last week we were supposed to get nothing and we got boned, so... Oh, my... That was the worst day of my life. Did I tell you about that? No, you did not. Oh, we'll talk about that. Uh, I was stuck on an interstate in rural Pennsylvania in park for an hour and 58 minutes. Sounds unfortunate. Yeah. And, uh... But, yeah, we, we do... There's a t- possibly a big storm coming this way, so... Might, have, might be asking Twitter for some directions to watch wrestling that day, because, I don't know. Must be nice. Well, yeah, you, I, but even you might not be able to get to work. They don't care. I know they don't care, but I think you care. Do I? I don't know. But, I don't, know. I, don't yeah. know I don't know either. Possibility of two feet of snow coming, coming this week. I'm still skeptical. Me too, but uh, I read if this storm misses us completely from a, from a person who's now a meteorologist that I was a friend with in college, uh, said if this storm misses us completely, we're still getting eight inches. Huh? So, must be nice. And I, I, uh, I think that we have a lot to talk about. For the first time, the news has picked up in the last two weeks. That time of year. Yeah. Christmas it, season. I don't you know, know what it has to do with anything, but... Everything's tied to Christmas in one way. It's like Christmas and Hitler. You end up, you end up in one, 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 one of those doorways in every conversation you have. But we got a lot coming up for you. We have Goldberg. We have... We're talking about the entire Keith Lee situation and what we, what we think it means. Keith Lee and friends. Keith Lee and, Keith Lee and hefty friends. And almost. And or tall friends. And uh, the announcement of NXT India. We'll talk some New Japan stuff. And for the first time in the history of Champions Advantage, we will talk about Impact. We will review Impact. Well, it should be the second time in history, but... It should be the second time in history, but I had a little too much wine and fell asleep. No, I I just think you fell asleep. I don't even think there was drinking The show was that bad. Yeah. The show... (laughs) Like, if we were... It would have been good content if if we were videotaping ourselves... Because the show was just... That was the worst wrestling show I've ever seen in my life, Tony. But you knew it was going to be going yeah, in. Like, that I was know, the point. You know my problem with sleeping. I do know your problem with you, sleeping. You know it. It's not my fault. You've fallen asleep at some of the most hallowed grounds on earth. I, I fell asleep... Uh, I have fallen asleep in a New York City subway. Different time than with you. Which is just horrifying. Yeah, that's not the place you want to fall asleep. Yeah, I fell asleep... I fell asleep in... The Prudential, not Prudential Center. Barclay Center. Barclay Center. And Madison and Square. And Madison Square Garden. But that was Lana's fault. Oof. 
Although, I enjoy Lana. I was just say, how can you look at Lana and your reaction be, I'm going to go to we sleep? We were in the upper deck. I just stressed myself out trying to buy a fucking money in the you bank did. briefcase. You were struggling. I did. You were struggling. Oh, you saw it. It had nothing to do with me. I got through no problem. My, I was the only person in the world that couldn't access the WWE shop inside Madison Square Garden. Yeah. And it's true. I fell asleep at Raw after Mania. You did. Only to be awoken by the uh, thunderous gong of The Undertaker. But, yeah, and I fell asleep also one minute from the garden. Yeah. Yeah, I fall asleep. I, narcolepsy is, like, one of my biggest fears that I think I've had in that way. Didn't you fall asleep at, like, Yankee Stadium, too? Yeah, that's when I fell asleep at the subway. I fell asleep at Yankee Stadium. You were just going for all – we got we got uh, City Field left. Uh, I'm never going to a Mets game, so. Did you fall asleep at MetLife? Did you, did you stay up through the entirety of Mania? <sighs> you had to have dozed out. That was a long show. Was- I, I, we were fucked up. And it was a long show. Yeah, we were. So I wouldn't even blame you for falling we, asleep. I, that I, but I don't know because we drank a lot. We did. Thank you, Bullet Club Block Party. I can't wait to get to another one. I I almost fell asleep at at uh, Mania oh, at the first, Superdome. The first hour of Mania was rough. I just remember the Hardy Boys theme playing for <laughs> fifteen straight minutes, and I don't know why. I guess they're at a commercial in the pre-show, and like the Hardy's boy, the Hardy Boys theme just kept fucking. And then playing. I was still a little drunk for seeing Big Dave fall, and that made me happy. Yeah, Big Dave did fall. I'm so happy. I don't think they caught that on TV, so. But that's it. Coming up next is the news. Yeah, there you have yeah, it. Wasn't expecting such a such a sudden transition, but there we have it. So, like you said, for the first time in a couple weeks, well, actually we had a lot of news last week, but. Oh, I'm still hurting about it. Yeah. Uh, we cut, honestly, the best news segment we've ever done and had the most fun doing it. Yeah, I don't know if it was good, but it was fun. Oh, I think it would have. I think it was so authentic that it was good, and we couldn't recreate. It, it. was very authentic. I will. I will give you that. We, we laughed for. About we broke minutes. into so many like segues that I don't even. That know. all tied back to wrestling. Yeah, it was. It was. And Scott Steiner ran in, and Scott Steiner did run in twice. Your bit got saved by by that. Yeah, segment. my bit got saved, but it just didn't feel right. No, it didn't because uh, I knew it was coming. Now <laughs> you knew it was coming, and uh, I just think, oh, let's not talk about it because I'll get angry. Well, what what are we going to talk about? We are going to talk about big big bass Billy mouth. No, big Billy bass mouth. Is that the thing with the fish? I think so. Uh, I, yeah, it's something ridiculous like that. But uh, apparently, the big dog's next. Yeah, Goldberg was on the bump this past Wednesday, and they asked Goldberg what was next, and he said Roman Reigns, and he started talking about how he bailed on their match last year, and how he stole the spear and doesn't do it nearly as good as Goldberg does, and. You know, that's fair. It, it, it Roman seemed, has a great spear, but Goldberg was ridiculous. It seemed to be just it seemed to be just wrestling. like a common wrestling mumbo jumbo that wasn't going anywhere until WWE retweeted it, and then WrestleVotes reported that the uh, two reported WrestleMania main events uh, that were put in the works as of now were in fact Roman versus Goldberg and Drew versus uh, Brock versus Keith Lee in a three way. Get there in a minute. Which I don't know if that's happening now because of recent developments but anyway we'll talk about goldberg for now um any interest in seeing goldberg versus roman what do you what do you make of the whole deal fire away guns loaded i think i think biggie takes it from roman at SummerSlam, and if they can't get Dwayne, i think the goldberg edition is fine we'll see it makes sense see that's Oh, that was everyone's first reaction. And then another report came out that Dwayne was never a possibility for 2021, and they're looking at that for 2022. 
Okay. Well, I mean, because with his insurance deal and his yeah, uh, I know he's got there's there's a lot of there's miles. And I guess I guess I guess his uh, filming schedule for like the early part of 2021 is just batshit crazy. Well, yeah, I mean, he has I guarantee three or four Fast and Furious movies to do. He also owns a football league now, so that's something that's coming back. Yeah, apparently, 2022. Yeah, Jesus. Which maybe would make more sense on why they'd wait until 2022 because. What? Although they sold it to Rock, I'm sure WWE still has some kind of interest in it. Yeah, Vince so, has his way in there somewhere. So I'm I'm sure the Rock versus but Roman would tie into XFL somehow. I think this is fine. It doesn't hurt anybody. He's gonna. It's not like he's not gonna. It's not like Goldberg's not gonna get mauled by him. I'm so glad we disagree. It's great. You think Goldberg's beat Roman Reigns? No, I just don't. I just think it's an awful idea. I mean, it's not exactly a, a match you would want to see. But what what where else would you put Roman on that show? I would put him, see, I I would have him beat Big E because we've seen with Jey Uso, losing to Roman Reigns, this version of Roman Reigns can make you a star. I think Big E having a 25-minute battle with Roman Reigns, ending with Roman doing his finish to his matches, which has been low blow guillotine, I think if Big E puts up a hell of a fight, gets a couple near falls, hit uh, Roman kicks out of the big ending, hits the low blow, locks in the guillotine, and Big E passes out. I think that could help Big E become a bigger star. Yes, that's what it should be, but yeah. they're not going to do that. Well, that's not... I, d- I didn't yeah. say they were going yeah. to do that. No, I was no. asking if Goldberg versus Roman is and a good would idea. Have, would you have Big E take it from him at SummerSlam? Not if Dwayne's happening in 2022. If Dwayne's happening in 2022, Roman's having like a two-year reign, which and, is fine. Which is fine. Yeah. The two-year reigns in this company... Two-year reigns in this industry are not nearly as common as they should be. Yeah. As, I mean, although it takes two years to get two years, so I, it, I get it does, that. It does take two years to get I, two years. That is that I, is true. I get that, but I I don't hate this. Your idea is certainly better, and is what they should do. And you're right. Uh, Jey Uso is a goddamn bona fide superstar right now. See, I don't even mind the idea of Goldberg versus Roman. It's the idea of Goldberg versus Roman at WrestleMania. Like if they want to do this next month at Royal Rumble with Goldberg and Roman, I'd be fine with it. But WrestleMania is the night where stars are born, and I'm sorry, a 54-year-old Goldberg isn't going to be your next star. You're right. You're right. I, I have no problem with the idea of Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. It's clear that they've wanted Roman to beat Goldberg for the past year. That's where we were headed for Mania this year. I don't know why they want it, but it, they clearly want Roman to beat Goldberg. And, you know, that's fine. Good, whatever. I'm, they could be... It could. If if we get if we get Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar like that type of match with Goldberg and Roman a fun eight minute sprint I think it would I would be fine with that I just think the idea of doing it at WrestleMania when you have the opportunity to make a guy like Big E because I was talking to one of my friends who's a big Roman guy and I keep saying and he does not want Roman versus Big E because he doesn't think Big E is ready for that and I think I disagree with them there I think Big E has done nothing to prove he's ready for that. Well, I don't even necessarily disagree with that, but the thing is, they have four months to get him ready. Like, this time last year, was Drew ready for Brock? No, I'm not saying Drew wasn't a superstar, but did you see Drew on that level to where he can main event with Brock? You know, the minute I knew, well, they have to have a certain thing to do it. Yeah. Because, you know, a certain moment. You know when I knew Drew was ready for Brock? It was one of the, it might have been the last Raw with a live show. Yeah. When he super when he claimed him three times. Well, I was, I was sold at the Royal Rumble. I'm just saying, yeah. at this time last year, if I told you the main event at WrestleMania was Drew versus Brock, did you think Drew was ready for that? No. Exactly. Until he claimed ordered him out of the ring yes, of the Rumble. Yes, you have time to get Big E ready. Like, I, di- I agree. I don't think Big E's ready yet. He hasn't done enough as a solo guy. But we have time to get there. And I just think 
And it doesn't even have to be Big E. I just want them to make a star at Mania. Yeah. If they want to go... When's the last time they did that? Well, Drew. Oh, yeah. Other than Drew, when's the last time they did that? I think uh, I, th- I would say argue Brock, all Brock and Roman's matches had a negative effect on, Seth, Ro- on Roman. I'd say Seth. Seth. Before that, it was Seth. Yeah. Brian was already a star. Brian was already a star. I agree. And, uh, mm. they, I mean, that was great for him, but... Yeah. No, but, yeah. It was, he, was he, was retired. The, he was retired in less than a year later. Well, it's not their fault. No, it's not their fault, but... Who knows where that could have went? So we right. can't make that argument. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Like, I would rather Goldberg and Roman not be at Mania. I agree. Yes, uh, I, but don't, I don't think it's the worst case scenario. But I, sh- I agree with you. It should it should be the way you're describing it. Like you know, like we're not ratings guys, but I look at these ratings and I'm like, and then I look at where they were last year this time, and I'm just like, they got to figure this shit out. Like Goldberg and Roman at your biggest show of the year isn't the answer. It's a lazy way out. Like, will it work? Yeah, it'll work. It'll be fine. But it's not going to do any favors for... Like, is anyone going to care when when Roman beats uh, Goldberg? Is anyone going to care? No. Because, like, no one expects... Well, no... (laughs) I shouldn't say no one expects Goldberg to win, because at this point, that's kind of what he does. He comes in and wins the world title. So... Yeah, I think he's a two-time Universal Champion. He is. He, He was also the first guy to hold the red version and the blue version. Oh, Billy Bass. Yeah, so I I don't know. I I guess I wouldn't hate it, but there's just better. And like I said, it doesn't even have to be Big E. I'm, I'm trying to think who else is on the SmackDown roster that they could do this with. I mean, really, any like would you rather would you rather be Goldberg or Corbin? Goldberg, just because that would mean turning turning Corbin babyface, and I think that's an awful idea. I don't think Corbin should ever be a babyface. No, he's the most hateable person in America. Yeah. But and who else is on that roster, though? I don't know. Well, like I'll, pull, ta- I'll pull up the SmackDown roster. We'll, do that. We'll, we'll go through this. Absolutely. So, but I just don't know. I just I don't think I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. Not the Wii roster, the WWE roster. I just don't think it's the worst thing in the world. But like I said, it's it's the safe way out. That's they've been doing that too much. Yeah. So let's see. Here's the SmackDown roster. We got Aleister Black. Not gonna be him. Not gonna be him. Angelo Dawkins, not going to be him. Apollo Crews, not going to be him. Big E, we talked about him. Bo Dallas, no. Cesaro, I'd love it, but it w- they won't do that. That ship sailed. Chad Gable, they won't do that. Daniel Bryan doesn't need it. Dolph Ziggler, ha, ha, ha. Dominic. No, 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 it's going to be Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> it's going to be Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler takes a hell of an ass woman. I will give him that. He takes the best ass woman. The Usos, Kalisto, no. Kane, Kevin Owens, Mojo Montes, Ford Murphy, Rey Mysterio. You know what? I think I I I once again this isn't the answer, but I think a Rey Mysterio Roman Reigns match would be very fun. I think it'd be helpful for both of them. Robert Roode, Sami Zayn, Seth Rollins, Nak. There really isn't anyone besides Big E that I that I unless they have unless they want to build faith on Nakamura again. I wouldn't mind that, but outside I don't see that. Nakamura just seems content doing what he's doing, and you know what? Good for him. The Lazy King. The Lazy King. Wow, I haven't I haven't realized the lack of main event depth on the SmackDown roster. The lack of main event depth on all rosters. Go to Raz. Let's, let's go to the Raw men. I, I I don't think it's too bad to look at it on paper. So Raw, we got AJ, Akira Tozawa. Main event anywhere. Andrade, Angel Garza, Big Show, Lashley, Strowman, Wyatt, Cedric, Davicato, Gulak, Drew, Elias, Eric, Metalik, Humberto Carrillo, Ivar, Jackson Riker, Jeff Hardy, Jinder, John Morrison, Keith Lee, Kofi, Lindsay, Mace, Miz, Mustafa, Mustafa, excuse me, MVP, Omis, Randy, Ricochet, 
Riddick, Riddle, R-Truth, Sheamus, Shelton. See, I don't think Raw's nearly as bad as SmackDown. No, I mean... And it's weird because SmackDown's been the far superior show. Yeah, it's just, it just shows you how much doesn't matter about talent, but... Uh, SmackDown's been fantastic, especially the shit Sami Zayn's doing. Yeah, but but then you look at the SmackDown women's division. You got Bailey, Bianca, uh, Liv Morgan, Natalia, Sasha, Ruby. Ro- SmackDown's women's division is is far superior to the Raw's women's division. So, I guess it all balances out. But yeah, Biggie's really the looking at this roster on paper is really the the only guy that I could that I could see unless they unless they call someone up from NXT. Which who would you be? Who would it be? I mean, everyone seems to want the Undisputed Era to come up, but with the, but with the ratings that that NXT has, I don't think they're going to be going. Anywhere. No, they're 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 in a catch twenty two. Because if they, you think the ratings bad with Undisputed Era? Imagine without Undisputed Era. Well, I mean, that would get our wish, and they put it back on the network, not live. I don't think so. I I think the show could be doing ten viewers, and as long as those ten viewers aren't watching AEW, they're happy. I think you might be right. I know I'm right. Yeah. Because if they didn't make the move already, that's it's just that's what it is. Unless we don't see a certain person we're going to talk about in a minute, and he goes with it. We're still a long way from Mania, so we yeah, just, either, way, either way, who knows what the world's going to look like then. All about Pat McAfee's listed in the NXT roster. <laughs> who knows what the world's going to look like Right next to good old Peter England. Oh, good old Pete Dunn. Mr. Orange. But I, uh, I'm going to let you guide this next conversation. Okay, so there was a report that came out that a uh, few gentlemen were sent to the Performance Center to quote-unquote, improve their wrestling skills. And the list includes HSL's bodyguard, Omis, Mace, uh, the former Mr. Money in the Bank, Otis, and the big guy in the group, Keith Lee. So, I understand most of these, but I really don't get the Keith Lee one. And I'm kind of worried because... We were all very skeptical when he when he showed up on Raw wearing what he was wearing and coming out to. I'm sorry, that went the wrong. That was in the wrong place. It would be funnier if you didn't do this last week. I know. I wanted to get. I just. I love that sound. <laughs> all right, continue. Um, I completely lost my train of thought. Now. You're talking about. You just started talking about Keith Lee. Yeah. So when he came out wearing what he was wearing and the music he came out to, I was like, oh man, does does. Does, does Vince not see main event talent in this guy? And then he goes and beats Randy Orton. He comes out. He gets new music uh, at Survivor Series. He's He gets the last elimination for Team Raw in Survivor Series. And then his 24 comes out. And you see the interaction of Vince McMahon that we just fucking talked about last week. And how great it was. And how great it was. And how Vince definitely sees this guy as a main event talent. And then we hear that Vince blew a gasket at Keith Lee and the way he wrestles. And he sent him down to, quote unquote, improve with adam pierce and drew gulak and i'm just baffled like i i'm 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 not even mad i'm just confused like what does he want i don't know i uh, every single one of those other people makes sense sense. yes every single one of them because otis has the charisma otis has the it factor but let's let's face it like he's let's face it let's go back to scott steiner I, I don't even think that's a problem. I think if Otis, once again, we talked about this with Keith. If, if Otis was skinny, Otis wouldn't be Otis. No, I agree with that. The thing is, like, every wrestler can't and shouldn't look like Randy Orton. I agree. and But this, the thing is, the way Keith Lee wrestles yes, is if, only complimented because he's so goddamn fucking impressive in size. Yes, like, and, and granted, the report didn't overtly say they were down there to lose weight. It just said they were down there to, quote-unquote, improve their wrestling skills. Which I can only imagine Vince wants him to work like a quote unquote WWE big man. I can work like Corbin. Yes, which I don't know. I just don't think it's 
Like I said, I don't think that's necessary but, for Keith Lee. Like, But can I play devil's advocate here? Sure. Is there a possible way you could spin this in saying it gives you more faith in Keith Lee is going to be good? Because Vince, if, if Vince didn't see the potential in him, he just would have left him alone. Well, I would buy that if the report didn't come out that he blew a gasket. Because like he had to be watching Keith Lee and something pissed him off. And I don't know what it could be. Yeah, I don't understand. I, I, I'm just baffled. Like I said, I'm not even angry. I just don't get it. Like, I don't... Now, is he going to be off TV? No, I, I doubt it because Otis was on SmackDown. I don't know. I mean... Supposedly the classes are Tuesdays and Thursdays, so they're not on TV days. I mean, it's never too... It's never a bad thing No, to, uh, yeah. Like, like, tighten up. But you cannot But that's change. not what the report I said. I don't want to see Keith Lee clothesline body slam. Yeah, like... I want to see the... Uh, the jackhammer. I want to see... Which I already took away from him. Now yeah. he's doing the spirit bomb as his finish. And I love the spirit bomb. No, the spirit bomb's great. I'm not... I want to see the, the ridiculous plunges he can do. Yeah, like that's... Not that, not that I'm saying he needs to do it, but it's what separates him from the big show and well, Mark Henry. Well, the big show, you see that when he was younger too. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. I gotcha, yeah. Like, Keith Lee, very similar to Vader. In my personal opinion. I think Keith Lee's a little more, a little more athletic. I never. No, I agree with that completely. I'm not saying he is Vader. Vader did the fat guy moonsault. Biggie, I mean not Biggie. Uh, Keith Lee. Wow, that rhymes. Keith Lee does legitimate moonsaults. Yeah, but I just, I, but that's what makes him special. I agree. I, I agree 100. percent Just him moving like a fucking cruiserweight is what makes him special. Yeah. And nobody does it as well as he does. Yeah, like I'm just. I don't. I don't know what he wants. Like. I don't know what... I mean, they're working with Drew Gulak and Adam Pearce, so do they want Keith Lee to start chain wrestling? Like, I don't... Like, what do they want? I mean, you're right. Gulak's a submission guy. Yeah. So like, was Pearce. Yeah, like, what... And I'm not... And those guys are both extremely I talented. I love Daddy Pearce. But, like, are they going to teach Keith Lee at an amateur... Like, what are they... Like, what are, what are they doing? I don't know what it could possibly be that he is or isn't doing that puts a notch of Vince's craw. I will say the one positive out of this report, I'm happy that they are utilizing Drew Gulak for something. Yeah, and Pierce too. Well, Pierce, well, Pierce is, just, Pierce is basically the gen- yeah. Pierce is the biggest star they have right now. Yeah, he's Pierce, basically the general manager of Raw and, and SmackDown. And you know what though, you're right. Uh, Gulak they treat like shit, and uh, not saying he's a main eventer, but but there's no reason he shouldn't be in the mid card. There's no reason he shouldn't be going for the whatever mid card title is on any show. Yeah, I agree. Or or part of a. A tag team. Yeah. I was hoping they let him in the Hurt Business when he asked. <laughs> me too. But he wore a clip-on tie, and that was a mistake. That made me laugh. I can't say it didn't make me laugh. I will say, I went. I wore a clip-on... This was like eighth-grade dance, maybe. I wore a clip-on tie to it to the eighth-grade dance, and I was never... I was embarrassed. I mean, I'm not going to take your side on this one. You shouldn't. <laughs> you, sh- you shouldn't. I don't want you to. I've never wore a clip-on tie in my life. I wore a clip-on tie one time in my life. And then the, the the time of the night came when all the girls wanted the guys' ties, and I had to like make up an excuse. Oh God, yeah. I can't imagine the anxiety. Oh, it was, it was something. Yeah, the eighth grade dance was the weirdest thing of all time. It was, it was. It was the weirdest. It was the weirdest goddamn thing. And it was a very weird time in my life. It was a weird time in all of our lives. You're t- thirteen, and you're just nervous about everything. Yes, that's. But uh, that's enough. We're not. We're not a Hulu special. So I, we're not I don't. Gonna, I don't. We're not going down. I'll just. I'll just wrap it up by saying I don't blame the Hurt Business for not allowing Drew Gulak in. <laughs> oh my! I wouldn't God. let him in either. 
Oh, but yeah, no, but he should be doing something. But it looks like he has a job after. Yeah, I mean, it seems. I mean, I don't think Vince would have specifically said him. He doesn't work for the Performance Center. So, yeah. I mean, if Vince specifically said him, that's good. That's a good thing. Yeah. Drew, Drew has a job for life. Let him get paid. Like I said, I'm just very confused on what they're looking for out of Keith Lee. I know. And is there any chance this comes out of good? Yeah, I mean, I maybe maybe we find out that Keith Lee is down there to be the teacher to the rest of those guys. Like, I doubt it. But or he can learn how to work with other big guys. Yeah, like that. Yeah, but I just I'm not saying I like, doubt it as well. Like I said, I'm not angry. I'm just confused. Like I, and of course, this combined with the fact that Keith Lee was on main event this week, as everyone's saying, it's the end. Which, if you've noticed on main event, they've been having a lot more top names on there recently. Probably because they want people to actually watch the show. Yeah, and their matches were phenomenal. Like they did Jeff Hardy and Ricochet on main event two weeks ago, and it was a. It was a good match, but Elias was sitting ringside the whole time fucking playing a song. Cause that the, needs to end. Because WWE has to do WWE. That needs to end. I'm so sick of seeing Elias and Jeff Hardy. Well, now we get Elias and Jackson Riker, so have fun. And together, they make like David Allen Coe. <laughs> oh. oh, man. How does Jackson Riker go from reportedly being on the chopping block to being Elias' well, bodyguard? I think they realized that they can't fire him. They could, but it, they just don't want the bad press involved. In oh, it. they can So they'll go to fucking Saudi Arabia. They'll fire people during a pandemic, but we can't fire Jackson right You here. know what I mean. Just fucking drag me here. I don't think you could, like I said, I think, I, I don't know if we talked about it on this, air. This is off air. This is off, off air, air discussion. Week. Yeah. And I, I agreed. I agreed that like, yeah. but they can because he's an independent yeah, contractor. I know, but I just don't think they would, would want to deal with that backlash. But I don't think. I think most of the most of the wrestling fans would agree with the decision to let him go. I would, right or wrong. I would, but that we we talked about. I think we talked about this on air that the study that besides the WNBA, WWE, and pro wrestling in general had the most liberal audience in the country. Yeah. And there's a, there's a big there's a conservative version of that office, which is weird because like every pro wrestling office is heavily conservative. Oh, people's money are conservative. That's you know what you're right. You're right. <laughs> there's nothing. I don't think they're 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 connected. But I mean, Adam Silver, he seems like a pretty liberal guy. He's got money. But he looks like, he also looks like a, he looks like a butter knife. I, I knew there was going to be some type of Adam Silver slander, and I'm not here for he it. He looks like he's the best commissioner he's, he's in all of sports. But he looks like the lone French fry in an order of onion rings. <laughs> yeah, I cannot, I, I, I cannot unsee that. <sighs> he looks like the light bulb that pops above your head if you have a good idea. He does have a very <laughs> peculiar shape. There's no way he's not an alien. There's, there's <laughs> no way. He's he's gonna be in with Grimes in the he, next Fast and Furious movie. He, he was built. He was built in a laboratory to to have the perfect success, successor to David Stern. Yeah. Well, he was his right. He was right. Yeah, right he, hand. He was for, deputy commissioner for years. Yeah, for like ten years, I believe. And just like when Silver goes, Mark Tatum will be next. And he's then he's and like he'll be the, the most, second best Tatum. He's in the like NBA. the most liked. Yeah. Okay. Can we talk about something? Sure. How the fuck does Jason Tatum grow? I don't know. And then. This guy got this six, motherfucker six, ten, got drafted at six seven, and he is it's now six ten. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I mean, he's only nineteen. Asshole, asshole. I love that he's been nineteen for four years now. This guy, this guy went from Tobias Harris guarding him. Now Embiid has to guard him. Jason Tatum will be a teenager for life. Yeah, how old is he now? Twenty three. Think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been what three three years in the league. Yeah. But that's different. I don't know where this started. Where where do we? How do we get the? How do we get the Adam Silver? <laughs> Oh, because we were talking about firing Jackson oh. Riker, which started... Oh, yes. Okay. I never got to my point on that. Yes. I don't think you could fire him because of that, but you had to pull him out of the gimmick. 
Oh yeah, he can't be that person doing that gimmick. <laughs> that's that's yes, that's for damn sure. Now he's a roadie. And I don't, unless they want to make them the fucking top. Now he's a roadie that has the same exact political affiliations as the last roadie. No. <laughs> Do you think he can sing as good as him? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to find out. Yeah, uh, please. But, but I yeah. mean. If you wanted to get controversial and you wanted them to be the top heel group, it would work. But other than that, it would not work. Yeah, but not a single one of those guys is a star. But also, I don't think as a publicly traded company, they can get that controversial anymore. Like, I remember when when everyone said Retribution would be Antifa and we got what we got. <laughs> so that shows you how how controversial they're willing to get. Sorry, I'm thinking about the class. Well, do you remember that? Because like, they're like, oh, it's going to be wrestling Antifa. And we're like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And then we got what we got, which is... Absolutely not wrestling Which is... Retribution is what Antifa would be is if Disney produced Antifa. <laughs> they're like the kids that were smoking cigarettes at 12. And no, and you go away. <laughs> I want to know who the people were. One of them was Malcolm. I know that. Yeah, we, we, we know that. I think he's made innuendos about it on Twitter. Oh yeah, they're the only—he's the only non-retribution person they all follow. Yeah, and, and I wish he was a leader. He's very concerned about it. I wish he was the leader. Oh, he—he he finally popped back up on TV. We'll talk about him later. Yeah, we will. But all right, let's let's get off. Let's this. let's wrap up the, the, the PC. Is fine. So that's that's the position you're taking. I don't. This, all this happened too fucking close to each other. I know. Like I legitimately don't know. Like, this guy I, got his own documentary. Where Vince is firing him up, and six days later he sucks. He I don't sent, know. Then they got sent to the G League. <laughs> I don't know. I I think he's fine. He's the anti. Like I said, I think if I think that if he Vince didn't see him as big, he wouldn't make him go do it. So you think Vince sees Mace as a star? No, I think they're I think they're different. I don't think I don't think it's a full package with Keith Lee. I don't think it's a full change. I think there's I think there's one specific thing that he does or does not do that bothers Vince. Well, I'm sure yeah, that's how I Vince, think that's how Vince operates. I so. think yeah, I think it's one specific thing. So I don't think his spot in the company is gonna be too damaged. But I think he will be fine. Watch, because we're recording this before Raw. Watch him like win the world title on Raw tonight. Yeah, well that's what happens to us. I know. We always miss the biggest news stories. Yeah. Like uh, what happened? oh, we recorded like ten minutes before the releases started. Yeah. And you, you were, and that was a whole day, but yeah, Keith Lee will be fine. All those other guys belong in the PC. I mean, I thought almost would be there anyway. I didn't know he wasn't there, but well, they're not actually doing classes at the PC right now because no. it's being used for NXT. Yeah. So like, the NXT guys aren't working out at the PC six days a week anymore. Okay. So there is nobody at the PC, except Gulak and Scrap Daddy. Except Gulak, Pierce, and the fat guys. And Mace. Dude, Mace isn't fat. He's gigantic. He's yeah, he's a he's a third round draft pick in the NFL. Yeah, he's gigantic. Like I can't. He's one of the biggest people I've ever seen. Yeah, he's a big dude. Yeah, he's huge. And, and, they, thought, and they thought you know what would be a good job for this guy? Raw commentator. <laughs> we got the, Jerry Lawler. We got this six eight former NFL offensive lineman that was actually good and actually played. Let's put him on commentary. And then put him in a mask. And then make him Mace. <laughs> Oh, we we'll make him the predator. When we wrap, when we wrap up this segment, I want to go to his Twitter and see what he's been tweeting. All right, what's next? Because we are Mace Mob. We are Mace Mob. There what? is a new show, apparently, which hasn't been officially announced yet, but is seemingly happening. Happening. NXT India. 
I mean, I hate this company. I get it. I I do, I mean, I get it, but I don't. I don't know. If Jinder as champion didn't make the Indian people more interested, I don't think NXT India will. <sighs> Especially since it's being taped from the American Performance Center. For now, it's just it's. TNA tried this for years to, to tap into the Indian market. Do you remember Rinka King? <laughs> I mean, that's a serious question. You remember it? No. Then it, exactly. Because Scott Steiner was there, though, and it was awesome. I don't know why we're spreading talent this thin, as we just talked about five minutes ago. Well, that's all going to be homegrown guys, except for Jinder. And the Sings. And the Sings. But I like Jinder. I'm, I'm very against hindering the Jinder. But well, he's I, about to be the fucking top guy in a promotion, so I don't <laughs> think they're hindering him at all. Except no. by sending him to India every week when the pandemic's over. <laughs> but I think the Indian audience is a huge audience for this company. And I understand the thought process of trying to get into it. You know what I'm saying? Well, it works so well for the UK, let me tell you. Best weekly show on television. What was the main event last week? I don't know. I, I'm a behind. <laughs> it was the main event two weeks ago. Walter and Dragunov. <laughs> You're such a bullshitter. That, definitely, I love it. that definitely wasn't from October 29th. That actually was the day that match was. I'm shocked you remember that. Yeah, I watched it yesterday. Oh, that, fair enough. But only reason I remember is the day after Halloween Havoc. Yeah, but I think I it's fine. I I don't know. I I I I, I don't know. So reportedly, the first show actually we do have a pay per view before Royal Rumble because the NXT India show will be January 26th. Oh, good God Almighty! So we'll have to preview it, and I will butcher pronunciation of many names. Yeah, we're gonna get canceled. We might. Just, some, just our pure stupidity. So, so far, the stars announced include Jinder Mahal, the Bollywood Boys, and Indus Sheer, who apparently have a job again. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Do you think Randy Orton's going to show up to kill one of the Bollywood Boys? He ha- I think he's contractually obligated to. <laughs> there was like three months where he murdered one of those guys. But they have to bring, like, an American guy for Jinder to work with on top, right? Yeah. They can't... And, it, you know, it might be Randy Orton. <laughs> I don't think Randy... Randy's oh, got that... I know, I know Ran- who it's, it's going to be. Who? It's going to be one of two people. I'll let you guess. Who does everything in this company? Dolph? Yes. It's definitely one of them is going to be Dolph. The other one, who is very intrigued at the idea of coming in for one match, getting paid a lot for it, working once a month, and fucking off on top? Nakamura? Yeah. It's going to be, be Jinder Nakamura in the first show. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Oh, my God. We have to save this clip, because if it happens, you're playing this. I mean, we're tweeting this. It's going to be Jinder Nakamura. He's salivating at the mouth right now. Is it now. sad that I could legitimately see Jinder, Jinder and Dolph headlining this? No, that's, like, possible. I, I could also see Cesaro, too. Because, like, yeah. when you need a good match, you call up Cesaro. Yeah. And I think Jinder and Cesaro work, each other, work with each other a lot. Yeah, I'll be... I don't know. Like, I, I understand the rationale. I just... I, like I said, if they didn't care when Jinder was champion, I don't think they're going to care now. That's fair, but hopefully they do. I mean, I'm, I'm never bad for good wrestling. I'm never down, for, not down for good wrestling. I mean, is a bunch of guys with zero experience going to be good wrestling though? But they can poach them when they're done. They're, they're obviously going to train them. Well, I don't, I don't think they're sending. I don't. Road yeah, dog. I don't think they're going to fucking send them out there untrained. I don't. I don't think they're sending Road Dog to train them. But I don't know. TNA tried this and it was an epic fail. But this, TNA tries a lot of things that were epic fails, as you'll get into later. Yeah. As we'll get into shortly, actually. No, we oh. won't get into this. This is your review. This is your thing. Oh, you want me specifically to do it? Yeah, because you haven't watched the show in like nine years. We're not going to review it as we usually do? Is that what you want? I don't know. I just want I just want your thoughts. Okay. I can do that. 
I was wondering what you thought of the first TNA. Well, not even TNA because it's not TNA anymore. I want to think of that what, brand. The first that brand I what watched. You th- what you thought of Impact for, that you watched for the first time in 2009. Okay. I will. Absolutely. Because I've watched it a couple times during the... I watched the post-slam anniversary show. I watched for a couple weeks. So I, I, I kind of knew what to expect. But you were going in this cold turkey. Yeah. And not because I don't like it. Just I, I have text messages that say otherwise. No, I have complaints about it, and that's what I do. I complain. All right. Well, we'll get there when we get there. So One more thing first. Yeah. Uh, best of the Super Juniors. Yes, the final says we... I, don't th- I think that got cut from our segment. Yeah, we had, a, we, had a, we, had a, we had a boogie, boogie, boogie last, last time. Yeah. So the finals were Hiromu and Desperado. If you have not watched this match, I recommend checking it out. Um, I mean, I'll try to... I, haven't, I have not seen it. I will say I have not seen it. Hand over hand to God. I I plan on watching it today. If I could learn how to fucking navigate New Japan's website. And admittedly, it is the only Worst website of all time? (laughs) Yes. It is the only match in the entire tournament that I watched. So I can't give my thoughts on the whole tournament because... There's just so much. Like, like there was a point where I was watching the Sixers, the Eagles, the Phillies, and wrestling all at the same time. Yeah, this has been a weird year. New New Japan is the biggest sufferer of it. I will say that. Yeah, just because of the time it's on and... Everything Just, else going You're always on doing week. something, yeah. and we work more than we ever did during this time. And Wrestle Kingdom's on a Monday morning and Tuesday morning this year, so. Oh, God. Oh, Monday off. Yeah. But I might have Tuesday off, too. I don't know. Oh, no, I, I won't. I'm not, my, the other driver got laid off, so it's just me now. Oh, God. So, yeah, I'm taking everything. All the deliveries. All the ice cream is mine. But... Okay, best of us, go ahead. Lead us through best of us. Yeah, so uh, Hiromu and Desperado uh, wrestled. It was great. The best part of the match came when Hiromu rips, like, uh, the top half of Desperado's mask off. And then Desperado stood up. He ripped the other half of his mask off and revealed his face. It was a fucking awesome moment. Then, of course, Hiromu beat him because... Wrestling. Yeah, because wrestling. So I'm anxious to see what they do with Desperado. He's arguably been one of the breakout stars of the year for New Japan. He's had a fantastic year. Um, but Hiromu won the best. I think we week. talked about this last week. Yeah, yeah. I said we said like it's, no matter what happens, it's his year. Except it didn't, no one heard it. But yeah, and now and now he unmasks. Yeah, and good for him. And uh, God beat Finn Juice to win World Tag League. Didn't watch it. Can't tell you how it went. I saw a picture and I have a problem. What's that? Oh, Tom Tonga's hair. Tongaloa shaved his fucking beard and he looks like Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, and Tom Tonga has short ass hair now. Yeah. Um, but everybody saw that coming. And then uh, the Super J Cup was Friday, and uh, Phantasma won. Good Fan- for him. Phantasma. Phantasmo, I should say. Phantasma number one? <laughs> Not Phantasma. No. No. If Raul Mendoza won, that'd be something. Phantasma number one. But, yeah, the girl does definitely won because that's what they do. They win things. Much better. They're the greatest tag team in the history of New Japan. So do you want to talk about the uh, matches that were just announced for Wrestle Kingdom real quick? Oh, breaking news. Yeah, well, I mean, I showed you one of them before. Oh yeah, but but they they don't know that. That's true. Um, so we on January fourth, it will be uh, Hiromu Takahashi versus El Fantasmo. It will be Super J Cup winner versus Best of Super Juniors winner. Um, and I assume the winner then will then face Ishimori the next day. I'm assuming. I don't know that for sure. That seems like the logical thing to say. The Dangerous Techers defend the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Titles against the winners of the World Tag League Gorillas of Destiny. That'll be a good match. Um, the Great Okan takes on Hiroshi Tanahashi. Like I said, I have not watched any of World Tag Leagues. I don't know if they set this up at all, or this is just <laughs> happening to happen. But let's put them over the best. 
poor Tanahashi. Let's put him over the face of the company for the last 20 years. Um, Okada versus Osprey has been confirmed for night one. That'll be phenomenal. And the main event of night one is double title dash. Tatsuya Naito defends against Kota Ibushi. Phenomenal. That'll be phenomenal. And then for night two, the winner of Ibushi and uh, Naito will defend against Jay White in the main event. We're going to have three champions that week. And I can now confirm the winner of uh, the winner of uh, the Jacob versus Super Juniors will face Ishimori for the junior title on January fifth. Jeff Cobb goes one on one with Shingo Takagi for the never openweight championship. Two mean guys, two high seated mean guys. And then a special grudge match. Sonata goes one on one with Evil. And Cut. not, I guess it will be New Year's Evil. We will get two days in a row of Evil. And then New Year's Evil's on the Wednesday? Well, that's what I meant. Yeah. I, I don't think he's wrestling the 4th. So you get Evil Evil on the 5th and New Year's Evil on 6th. Yeah. Love that. So, that time of year, how are you feeling about this Wrestle Kingdom card that's shaping up? I don't think I can favorably say it. Wrestle Kingdoms are always good. We've enjoyed them. I think we, what, we watched two together. I think we've only watched one together. I think the other two. No, I think we watched two together. I don't think we did. Oh, we absolutely did. I know we watched the Jericho Omega one together. And the one before that. The one before that? I don't know. What remember. was that, 16? Because Jericho Omega was before we had the podcast. Then the one after that. We watched that together? Yeah. I don't remember. I know we watched two together. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, because there was other people here the one time, and the one time it was just me and you. Other people? Yeah. I'll tell you off the air it was here. I remember one other person. Wasn't uh, we Rob here? For some of it, at least. I think I do remember this now. Yeah, because we watched two together. One of them was with with uh, me, you, Rob, and Jen. Yeah. And then the other one was just me and you. Okay. Are you sure the other one wasn't a Dominion? I think that other one was Dominion that same year. It was. Because yeah. I, I was at a friend's 21st birthday party whose birthday's in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, you're right again. You're right again. Well, that was an argument that wasn't worth That was having. so pointless. That why, can't, why couldn't that get corrupted? It's in uh, our fucking file last week. Well, we still have one more thing to talk about, so don't, don't fucking jinx it, because I will be angry again. So, give me your impact report. You don't have to go match by match. If you want to go match by match, you can. I won't. I'll just pick out a couple things. Okay. Hey, love seeing the Motor City, Motor City Machine Guns. That touches my heart that's, a little bit. That's fair. Alex Shelley's awesome. That's fair. Chris Sabin's awesome. You realize Ethan I, Page is awesome. Alex Shelley has worked for Impact, Ring of Honor, and WWE all in one year. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's, it's good for him. Yeah. He deserves it. A good, a good journeyman. And, yeah, we got this, we got we got two tag Alex Shelley tag team. Yeah, we got the year. time splitters, too. Yeah, so that was that was good. Uh, Before Kushida became a pedo-beating maniac. Yeah. Kushida's like a fucking superhero. He is. <sighs> I hate TJP. I've hated him before. I don't understand why. I mean, I, I don't know. He, he does there's, have a very hateable face. There's but. nothing that I specifically can point to, which makes me wrong. I understand that. I just hate the fucking guy. Versus Brian Myers. What do you think about the clothesline from Stanford? Because <laughs> get it? WWE's yeah, hell. I know. And he's a jabroni. So he always was a jabroni. I like Brian Myers. I do too, but he's a, he's a jabroni. In the WWE, he could be a star in Impact. Yeah, going going on second and impact versus TJP is really going to get him there. He won. He could have lost. He did. Like, do you think TJP is going to win? He's the X division champion now. Yeah, I know. 
Eric Young, awesome. I love this match. Yeah, I can't believe that WWE cannot find anything to do with this guy. Yeah. It blows my mind. I like the gimmick. I like the mask. You like, you like the mask? I, I do. It's that. creepy. It's, I, maybe that's why I hate it. But yeah. I, I hate it's it. It's creepy and it's good. And I have a question. What do you think of his henchman? He, he's weird looking. He is weird looking. <laughs> but I don't know. If it's working, it's working. If, if, if that's where his home is, he's an impact guy. He's, he's going to be on impact. Maybe he won't Mount Rushmore one day. And good for him. What's also, Cody Diener. Yeah, well. We were talking about Cody Diener for much longer than I've ever thought to talk about Cody Diener. We have. You were, you were baffled. He was still there. I, I, I did. Where else did he ever? Did he ever leave? Um, uh, yes, he he did. I don't know where he did. Where he went in between. But, but he's been there forever. Yeah, two thousand nine. He used to like sexually assault Velvet Sky in the ring. <laughs> him and ODB were a thing. Did he not? I don't recall that. I remember him and ODB yeah. being a couple. But him and ODB versus Velvet Sky and somebody was a match, and he was. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I just remember this. I don't know why. And uh, let's talk about the big thing. Deanna Perrazzo, glad to see her. <laughs> I agree. Uh, she, she's doing well there. And we said that's a very underrated women's division. All right. Now we get to... Now we get to... Uh, oh, my God. Talk about the commercial first. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just straight shutting what that one. goddamn Just straight nerd. shutting that okay, one down. I'll talk about it. It was funny. It was ha-ha. Why was Shivani there? So they could, have the, they could stick in the dig about how you... Quit the business after working for Impact. Yeah. That's why he was there. Oh, you're right. And I bet Khan loved that. I like the idea. It's neat. No harm, no foul. He's just a geek. Tony Khan's a, Tony Khan's a geek, and that's not changing mine. I like the fact that Tony Khan has took what people have said about him online and just did a promo, yeah. like, can, like doing all that. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, you could laugh. I appreciate people who can laugh at themselves. We can make fun of Tony Khan, but both of us want to be him. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'd, pay, I'd kill to have half his money. Yeah. And also the president of a wrestling company. Wouldn't want the Jaguars, though. You can keep that. Yeah, you can have the Jaguars. You can have the stupid soccer team. I'll take Fulham. I'll turn Fulham into a winner. I mean, if you're playing soccer, you're not a winner. Have you ever seen... I've I've rebuilt some fucking geek teams on FIFA. FIFA's the worst video game of all time. You are a liar. I'm not a liar. Why is it so goddamn hard to play? It's not. You're just... It doesn't blow... It doesn't even touch the NHL games. I won't argue with that, but FIFA's good. Yeah, but... All right. Omega. Yeah. Like this Omega. Okay. Don Callis should say every word for this Omega. You didn't like him calling uh, Moxley Ambrose? I did. I did. That was funny. But once again, nerd shit. Uh, this is the Omega I want. I hate him now. I, uh, I'll give... You always hated him. No, I'll give my honest opinion on Kenny Omega. I have just no thoughts. Like, I don't hate him. I've seen him where I've liked him. I've seen him where I don't like him. I don't think he's as bad for the business or as bad as pe- some people say he is. And I don't think he's as good as other people say he is. Yes. Is that fair to say? I never once thought he was the best wrestler on the planet. I can't agree with that, but I can't tell you your opinion's wrong. Yeah. But I just, I, you, it was just all for the show. That was, I hate him. It's your, Between, it's your fake gimmick. Yeah, of course. I'm a, I've been a gimmick before I even knew what a podcast was. I've been a gimmick for 20 years of my fucking life. Uh, ooh, but the intro, the broom women, and just his... His, like, demeanor makes me hate him, and that's a good thing. I want to see Moxley paradigm his shift. Paradigm his shift. Paradigm his shift. Paradigm his shift. <laughs> paradigm shift. What is he, a fucking gear? I want to see Moxley paradigm Full sh- gear was last month. Stop, though. you're making you're fucking me up. I want to see Moxley paradigm... I'm fucking you up, you're fucking yourself up. I want to see Moxley paradigm shift his spinal cord into his ass. And I don't have to hear... What he has to do from North Carolina ever again. But Michael Jordan. I hate that. 
Did, did that not piss you off at least a little when you read that? I just laughed. Like, I'm like, I just don't understand what the big, that's where the guy was from. I don't, I don't know. But there's one thing about Impact that I will say as a blanket statement. Okay. It was a decent show. Okay. It's been worse. I will say that. That show's been terrible. Josh Matthews. Oh, I, I know where you're going and I agree. Is the single worst commentator yeah. in the history of fucking wrestling. Yeah. I cannot listen to him. I muted it. I, qu- I can't listen to him. Besides Josh Matthews, there was one thing I hated. I hated what the ending when Rich Swan was trying to go to the parking lot and they made their own world champion look like a geek. Yeah. I wasn't a fan of that. They're young. Especially, especially when... I don't even know who's booking that promotion, but... Scott Demore. He's, a, he's known... He should know what he's doing by now. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's a fuck-up then. Also, Rich Swan Rich, Rich is their champion. That's a whole different discussion. <laughs> um, but the, the most important question is, was it enough to make you tune in again tonight? It, I, I can't say I will every week, but it's definitely an option now. All right. Well, I think it has to be looked at as a win then. And it wasn't for the last 11 years of my life. I think it has to, it has to be looked at as a win then. Yeah. I, I, good for them. Like I said, I don't want anybody to go out of business. So good for them, right? But the, to be honest, they're going killable. They're the Dolph Ziggler. They're the Dolph Ziggler of wrestling promotions. Yeah, they really are. They, they, they will not leave. They won't go away. Even they, when you think it's over. They might last longer than WWE. Honestly. They might. They, honestly, I don't know. Because they're just, they just don't die. They're, they're fucking cockroaches. All right, so that's the news for the week. Coming up next, we will talk about the War Report and Mike's favorite things, ratings, because I got some things to say. Okay. So stay tuned. So here we are, the War Report once again. No. And uh, my co-host over there is laughing because we just watched the greatest segment in AEW history again. The uh, Jade Cargill, Brandy Rhodes, Cody Rhodes, Shaquille O'Neal, Will Hobbs segment. <laughs> Nothing this company ever does will top that. I don't care. <laughs> okay, let's, I'm sorry. Let's go. So AEW kicked off with the Young Bucks and TH2 in the ring for their tag team contest. Um this was every Young Bucks match ever, and I'm not even saying that's a bad thing. It's just, no, yeah, it's if just, you could picture a Young Bucks match in your head, that's what this was. This is how this went. Um, Evans and Angelico attacked them before the bell, but eventually the Young Bucks came back, hit some double teams. Um, Evans and Angelico uh, gained the upper hand again. Evans has a moonsault on the floor, and Helico takes out Nick. Uh, Matt injures his leg going for a moonsault attempt, and Helico locks him in a submission. Uh, Nick eventually uh, breaks the hold with a senton from the top rope, and the Young Bucks get the victory. Yeah, it was a Young Bucks match. There's nothing else you can say. Yeah. I hate the hybrid, too, though. They do nothing for me. They have awful gear. They're basic ass. terrible. They have basic ass wrestlers. One of them names is Helico, and the other uh, one. And Helico? And Helico and Jack Allinger. And, and Jack Evans. Yeah, I know. Trained by the great Brian Alvarez. Really? Yeah. Um,. I do enjoy how Angelico does all these fucking crazy-ass dance moves. If you notice, his face is always fucking expressionless while he does that. Oh, yeah. He's... It's fucking hysterical. And then the other one, Jack Evans shows emotion, but it can't do anything. He fucking, he's doing, like, f- d- fucking spin a with no expression on his face. That's a serial killer right there. <laughs> That's... Their, their scandal's gonna be he's killed Sting. Speaking of that, nice segue, because that is what is up next. Tony Schiavone's in the ring with Cody Rhodes and Arn Anderson to talk about Sting. But before he even utters a word, the snow begins to fall. The crows chirp. And Sting makes his spooky way to the ring. Spooky electric guitar music. <laughs> it is spooky electric guitar music. 
Um, so Arn immediately leaves the ring to give Sting the floor. Tony Schiavone tries to. Do this. Why did Arn leave the ring? Did, was he was, was he like, oh shit, it's Sting? Hey, him and the Horsemen don't get along, and that was thirty fucking years ago. I think it was more. This is a legend's first appearance in twenty five years. So I'm gonna don't give, think too much into it. Yeah. Okay. I I, I wouldn't. Okay. I, I, as much as it seems, Sting is gonna get physical. I don't think Arn Anderson's gonna get physical. How hysterical would it be if Arn they reinvent the Sting and Horseman debacle with Arn and him? I don't even know. Tully's there, I mean. But anyway, Shivani tries to leave the... He's not the... bringing back Warrior, so I can't... Will you let me get on with it? Yeah. Um, Shivani tries to leave the ring, but Sting says, No, Tony, you're not going anywhere. I haven't seen you since the last time I was on TNT. And he gave him a big hug. Which I doubt. And he started a This Is Awesome chant. <laughs> that, did it not break your heart just a little? That Sting started this is awesome chant. I I don't know. <laughs> he talked about how much it meant for him to uh to hear Tony Shivani scream his name, and he asked him if he could do it one more time for the crowd. So Shivani let out his best. It's Sting. Um, Cody says he's been waiting a long time to share a ring with Sting. I mean, they're in another company at the same time, but I guess Cody wasn't seen at that level at that time. Also, he was Stardust. Um. Sting says he's not here for him. He points up at Darby Allen, who is sitting in the rafters. Uh, he told Cody he plans to be in AEW for a long time and says, see you around, kid. Gives him a hug. And that's the segment. This was so weird. This was so bizarre. Yeah. I, I don't know what they, they wanted me to think is going to happen here. That's the point. Like, I, don't know, see, I don't know what they're building to. Is, it, is, really this, is this whole segment based around the only thing that's for sure about Sting is nothing's for sure? Yes, and that's what they had to do, and I'll tell you why. Because one of my concerns with Sting being a full-time guy once again is how do you still make Sting feel like Sting? And this is what they got to do. They can't, they can't like, let him play his hand yet. He has to keep the mystery around. He has to still have some of the Sting mystique. Because if this guy's going to be around every week and we just know what he's here for, the fuck's the point? You make really good points. You know that? And I like the fact that he didn't play his hand. Is it the exact way I would have done it? <laughs> not necessarily. kid? Not necessarily, but it's... I love it. like, some things look very, very familiar. And he points at Darby, and I still don't understand. What about these two guys look the same, other than the black face paint? Don't know Darby's two stings. He's got beach blonde hair and he's got the face paint. You just put the fossil together. So half of one sting and half of another sting equals the whole sting. <laughs> Except the fact he's not 6'3", 250, but hey, we deal, we deal with the hands we're dealt. And Sting does not have a skateboard. Sting had a surfboard. Johnny A had a skateboard. Where's he at? <laughs> Where's Johnny A sat when you need him? <laughs> the dynamic dudes. <laughs> nothing is more, my, I know this is completely off topic, but nothing is more like mind-blowing the fact that Johnny Ace is the Bella's stepdad. Yeah, we also talked about that he's a legend in all Japan. <laughs> he is. What's more shocking to that? That Johnny fucking Laurenitis, brother of Animal, father of James, right? Or is that Animal Son? Yeah, that's Animal Son. That's Animal Son. Uncle Sun. of James. Uncle of James. All Japan pro wrestling legend, Bella's step... Daniel Bryan's stepfather-in-law. When you put it like that. <laughs> Birdie calls him grandpa. There's a whole lot of talent in that family. I think most of it resides with Daniel Bryan. <laughs> and Nikki. I was just talking about the male side. Yeah. One of those was one of those people might be the greatest wrestler of really all time. The other one's Johnny Ace. But anyway, yeah, I like the fact that Sting didn't play his hand. I, that's what you got to do. Because no, if we just know why Sting's here and he's just every week saying showtime and 
But once again, we're not the biggest thing, guys. We'll get into the ratings at the end of the... That was the end of both shows. Because there was a very interesting trend I saw. And I can't wait to talk about it. But I definitely think this accomplished its goal. Uh, you're, you're right. And I didn't think... I didn't think about it the way you said it until you said it. And yeah. that's absolutely what they're doing. And that's what they should do. I agree. So up next, we have FTR taking on the Varsity Blondes. Of course, the Varsity Blondes are Griff Garrison and Brian Pillman Jr. Um, I really like this match. Uh, four talented dudes. Cash starts out about B- uh, Cash starts out against BPJ, takes control, tags Dax in, and they keep control. Pillman eventually makes a hot tag to Griff Garrison. Um, FTR hits a double suplex on him. Go to commercial, we come back. Pillman begins to make a comeback now. He tags Garrison again. Hardwood comes back in, and they both start taking it to FTR. Double spear for a two count, and then eventually FTR pick up the dub with the Goodnight Express. This is the match they should be having. Yeah. These are the matches they should be having. They shouldn't lose. They should give some of these young tag teams a, sh- a shine. Great for Brian Pillman Jr., by the way. Yeah, I'm happy for him. And uh, Griff's, a good, Griff's a good wrestler, too. Yeah. I haven't but, seen a bunch of them, but he's, no, he's, but he's like he seems he seems like he's fine. Yeah. But this is the match they should be having every week at the nine o'clock hour. Everyone. Also, back to this thing, I'm just kind of surprised they did it so early in the show. Yeah. Uh I I I don't know. Yeah, it was was I thought, I thought that, for sure it'd be top. Of the I hour. thought for sure it'd be the nine o'clock hour. Yeah. Just like just like the big raw segments on at ten. Yeah. It's just I I thought for sure, but I get it, I guess. Well, I, don't, I don't remember. I mean, exactly. it worked. We can't yeah. can't knock it. It worked. Yeah, as we'll talk about later. Uh, afterwards, FTR got into it with uh, Marco Stunt, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus at ringside. Seems like they're setting up a tag team match with those two teams. Good, because I no I like one's, Jungle Boy. I like Jungle Boy. Luchasaurus, I was on for like two weeks, and then he cooled off more than the goddamn Ice Age planet. And That's what he did there. Oh my god, I didn't even mean to do that. I am a genius. But uh don't, don't flatter yourself. Yeah, but I if they can anybody get them over, they can. Yeah, so that should be a good match. You should. Jungle Boy and FTR should be fun. Mm-hmm. And Lucius Harris will be there too. And so Marco Stunt. Yeah. Up next, Dark Order's ten taking on Dustin Rhodes in the first singles match together tonight. Um Dark Order is nearby, but all Dustin had was poor Lee Johnson. Um Mr. Bailey. The natural took no. That's not Mr. Bailey. I know who is Mr. Bailey. Uh, Aaron Solo. Oh, okay. Um, the natural took control early with a series of body blows. He takes ten outside guardrail spots. Um, ten eventually gains control by uh, slamming Dustin on the apron. Big spine buster. Dustin starts to build up momentum. Hits his typical, not typical, patented. That's the word I was looking for. Uppercuts. I guess they're typical too. The drop downs. Yeah, I love that move. I love it. And then he hit a running bulldog out of nowhere and got the win, which was. Weird. But that's like his move from like 1990. I know. Like it's, it's the weirdest thing. Not the final cut, a running bulldog. The final cut's a great move. It is. I agree. Um, Evil Luno comes out. He tries to get Dustin to be seven, which got a big pop from me because, you know, seven. Seven of the best entrants of all time. He floated. <laughs> he was he'd be great at NXT. Um, Dustin seems to ponder it, but then says no and slaps him in the face. And Uno says that Dustin will be begging to join the Dark Order sooner or later. Tony, this show might be coming to an end, as in our podcast. Because if, if Dustin Rhodes joins the Dark Order, I'm done. Wow. I'm out. Not really, but I, is it fair to say he should have had a world title in his life? 
I mean, you definitely have the talent to, to do it, but, like, at what time period would you... Like, it's like when Goldust is around, that's when Shawn Michaels got really hot as a baby face. When Goldust first started, he should have had it, and he should have went to every single fucking morning show. He could have been the biggest goddamn wrestling star ever, but people, dumb people, not the company, started complaining about the gimmick, and we never got it. Different time. Different, different time, but, oh, my God, I just... Would you be mad? We, I know I, we talk about this company putting on old stars. If he got just a one night reign with that with that title, if they made it made sense, I wouldn't be. Would mad. it be? Would it be a culmination? If they if they built to, I I wouldn't. I don't know. Just how do you get there? I like, think it's fair to say that he is one of maybe the ten most underrated wrestlers of all time. I I yeah, it's fair. His work is so goddamn good. But I don't think I don't think Dustin Rhodes should be taking the AW title from Kenny Omega. Even, no, even the, for a night. No. And I think Kenny Omega's got this title for a year plus, so Dustin's body clock's kind of ticking. I don't know. He looks better now than he's ever did. He does. He's one of the rare guys that looks better at 50 than he did at 30. He looks great. Yeah. He looks fucking great. Yeah. And he still works just as good. Yeah, because he works the same style he's always worked. It's, yeah. it's basic, it's safe, but it's effective. Yeah, it's just, oh, it's great. But I really don't want him to see the Dark Order, do you? I, I would be down for another wacky Dustin character, I'll say that. He does them well. He can make it good. Yes. Let him be seven. Good God almighty. Up next, the Inter Circles Ultimatum. They all come to the ring. Uh, Chris Jericho gives a little speech before MJF asks if he can have the mic. He tries to convince everyone they're friends, but then he gets on Sammy Guevara saying that uh, he was going to throw in the towel last week. And then they did something I didn't think they were going to do. Because I hate when WWE does shit like this all the time. We're like, okay, in the spur of the moment, I can understand, like, believing MJF. But Chris had a week to watch the show and, like, figure out what really happened. But then, much to my shock, Chris Jericho said, MJF, I watched the show. I saw you were going to throw in the towel. And MJF backs down. And then Ortiz gets the mic. And Ortiz has been, like, the goofy one in, in Proud and Powerful. And he cuts a fucking serious promo that was good. I was like, holy shit. So Ortiz says MJF and Wardlow are great assets. They were growing on him, like a fungus, but still they were growing on him. Um, he told Guevara to shake MJF's hands and to make peace. Guevara agrees, and he says if one more bad thing happens, he will quit the inner circle. Um, Jericho is ready to move on, but then Jake Hager asks Wardlow why he keeps staring at him. And then Wardlow speaks for the first time, and I don't know if this is the time I would have had that happen. They did. They, they wasted it for a joke. Yeah. They wasted it for a fucking joke. Why, why this company's never... I don't know. It's just and then they trade insults, and then Jericho gets them to agree to stop staring at each other. Yeah, they 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 they, um, they, they and Wardlow spoke for the first time because of a fucking internet joke. Imagine if uh, Kane's first words were well, Kane's first words were suck it. No, that, that was his first words about the voice box. His first words were, "If I lose this match, I will set myself on fire." <laughs> That's, is, that's more is a, effective than why are you staring at me? That, that was my point. Imagine if Kane's first Kane's first words were "fuck off, Austin." Like, but no, it's not going to happen. Where's the catering? <laughs> Cateroni. <laughs> that happened. I don't know. Overall, I thought it was a decent. It segment. was fine. It, yeah, it, was... it didn't go the, as as goofy as I expected it to go. Um, but yeah, we'll see where it goes. Up next, a match that was strange: the Lucha Brothers and Lance Archer taking on Eddie Kingston and the Butcher. And the blade. Who was ringside? The bunny. There you go. So Archer starts the match by diving over the top rope on all three guys who conveniently huddled together to catch him. Um, 
I'd rather I'm, them catch him, though, than let him splat like poor McAfee. Yeah. <laughs> um, a huge brawl broke out and ended up with Penta going through a table, which made it three on two. Um, referee eventually got both teams to their corners, and they, Kingston and his family isolate Ray Phoenix. Uh, quick tags, double team moves. The bunny takes a cheap shot at Phoenix. Um, Phoenix eventually makes his comeback. Suplex, handspring, cutter. Um, both men make tags. Archer tags in, and so does the blade. Archer immediately starts beating the shit out of the blade. He put the butcher and blade in opposite corners and ran at them. Uh, they go to commercial. When we come back, Kingston just pins Phoenix. <laughs> And then Archer destroyed everyone after the match. Very odd. It was... Because, like, all six guys are heels. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. Ar- I feel like Archer shouldn't be in six-man tags. I feel like that kind of goes against the everybody dies thing. Yeah. Everybody dies except my two tag partners. And Eddie Kingston. Led, yeah. Because <laughs> apparently he pinned Phoenix. And, like, what's the point of having Jake in this company? What's the last time he spoke? What's the point of having Archer here? What's he done? Jake was literally sitting on the ramp drinking a bottle of water. Well, Jake's recent health applications might. I'm not. No, I'm not saying like he. Should, but like, yeah, I don't know. What's, it if, made sense at first. If he's not gonna talk, why even? Why even bring him? Why even flying him in? I know. It made sense at first, but now he hasn't really done much. Like, and Jake cuts great promos. He's one of the best ever. Jake, like, I, what are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. Up next, Abaddon takes on Tesha Price. Um, she just basically squashed her. Uh, she kept beating her after the match was over. Then eventually, Hikaru Ishida came out with a kendo stick. She absolutely cracked Abaddon over the head with it. And then Abaddon does the Undertaker sit-up. And Shida and Price escape. Oh, I like Abaddon. I honestly do. She's got a different look than everybody else in that company. Yeah. Don't sit up like the Undertaker. How fucking dare you? Your I, name is Abaddon, and your ass is out. You, I, leave, you, you leave that to Mark Calloway. I wasn't as offended by the sit-up as you were. I was just, like, she sat up, and I just said, holy shit, she just sat up like she's the Undertaker. <laughs> but, but yeah. you know, no, I, I like her there. She can, I mean, I don't think she's ever going to be the champion. But I think she's the one who beats Sheeta. Who else is going to beat Sheeta? You're right. No, you're absolutely right. But uh, she got a different look. She can help that division. Yeah, I agree. Up next, Kenny Omega and Don Callis. A helicopter lands. The two men get out. Um, Did you, they got out of the same helicopter. I know. I know. <laughs> that was awesome. I, I picked that out immediately. I don't care, though. Yeah, it's not that big doesn't of a make deal. a mistake. No, it's a mistake. It's not even a mistake. It's no, just... just Working we got. They couldn't get a three-seater helicopter. Yeah. Um, <coughs> Shivani says he's never been as disgusted as he was last week when Omega told, uh, stole the title. Callis takes the mic, and they cut... The exact same promo they cut in Impact Wrestling on yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, did not like that. And But, in all fairness, this was taped before that Impact promo aired. So, I'm sure they didn't know how many people would tune into Impact to see it. And they said, well, we gotta get this promo across no yeah. matter what. Okay, that's fair. So, I'm not mad at it. Um, it was a great promo. It was, just, it was just staying on brand. Yeah. It was a great promo. They talked about nepotism. Uh, they... They kind of, they kind of, and once again, I like when people take legitimate real life criticisms that people have against this company and turn them into storyline. And what has been one of the things that people have said about AEW since day one? All friends wrestling. Nepotism. Yep. And so Omega took it. He said, I got my buddy Don Callis a job. Yeah, we worked over the money mark. We got Tony Khan to give us everything we wanted. And now we're the champion and we're the best. I thought it was great. Yeah, it's good. 
Um, I Callus, I like Callus's promo style too. Yeah, they're a great, they're a great, they're a great pairing together. The main event: MJF taking on Orange Cassidy for the Dynamite Diamond Ring. Very, very surprised at the ending of ending of this match. MJF uh, rushed Cassidy in the corner, stomped him down. He broke uh, Cassidy's sunglasses, hits him with a suplex. Cassidy kicks out at one, starts oranging up. Versus a suplex into the stun dog millionaire. MJF avoids an orange punch, power bombs Cassidy under the apron, and he dared Trent to hit him uh, to get a DQ victory. He didn't just power bomb him under the apron. He put his hands in his back pocket and power bombed him onto his hands. It looked fucking brutal. Yeah, it was a nice little spot. It was. I liked it. It, was, it looked. It looked like it hurt really bad though. Um, orange Cassidy gets control again by tripping MJF in the corner, but MJF pops right back up and hits a stiff elbow. Um, Inner Circle keeps distracting the ref while Guevara throws Cassie into the ring post. We go to commercial, and when we come back, Cassie is building up ahead of steam. MJF goes for the Heat Seeker, but Cassie backdrops him out of the ring and hits a dive onto the entire Inner Circle. Once again, not a fan of that spot, but every com- everyone in every company has to do it. When they got in the ring, MJF hits uh, his finish, but the ref caught him trying to use the ropes. MJF takes Jericho's bat, and he try- does his best Eddie Guerrero impersonation, but Orange Cassidy doesn't catch the bat, which I, I pop for. So MJF get- gets up, starts bitching at Cassidy, and Cassidy uh, throws the bat back at MJF and drops down, and then the ref turns around and almost disqualifies him. Cassidy hits the beach break, but only gets a two count. Orange punch, but still can't get the pin. He hits a second, but Wardlow puts MJF's foot on the ropes. Then a gigantic brawl breaks out with everybody at ringside. Uh, Miro runs down, hits Cassidy with a gigantic clothesline. MJF covers for the win. Um, good match. I enjoyed it. I like that they're finally starting to go in a new direction with Miro. Seems like he's getting back to being a brute, which is good for everybody. Yeah, he can't be Gucci. Like, he can't be what the Mysterios are in SmackDown. Well, he's wearing Versace this week. Yeah. So, I think the Mysterios hold, hold the trademarks on Gucci and Louie. Miro's got to go like Balenciaga. Well, Dom wears Balenciaga's every week. So uh, he's going to have to go like Gavinci, um, Versace, maybe Dior, Rusev, uh, Rusev, Rusev. Miro's going to have to... He looks like a Dior guy. Dior's great. Dior's, one of my, Dior's probably my third favorite designer. I'm a big Dior guy. I like it. I, like, I, I don't have any designer clothes. I would love designer shoes, but my feet aren't made for designer shoes. Yeah. They wants, there's, no, there's no designer shoes I can want buy. Some, want some Louboutin, some red bottoms? I, oh, yeah, I would go nuts with some red bottoms. Red bottoms are sweet. But I just, there's, they don't, like, make wide ones. <laughs> they, I can confirm they do Yeah, not. so I, I can't, I literally can't wear them. If I could, can, I would. Can't you, like, size up, like, two sides? Sizes? No, it's, it's not the, it's just, it's not, it's, my feet look like hams. Uh, but. That's unfortunate. What is MJF going to do with the spring for another year? Hit people with it, the same thing he's been doing with it the last year? All right. It's a gimmick. It was. This was weird. This. I wish they just let them have the match, and then did the Miro thing. Nobody need to be. There didn't need to be seventy people in a brawl. Well, I. I don't think they want it for whatever reason. I don't think they want to MJF beating him clean. They. They are protecting Orange Cassidy for reasons. They like him. Um. I don't know. I. I, I didn't mind it. It was whatever. Yeah. So let's Fine. move. So let's move on to NXT. Also for December 9th, twenty twenty. The match starts with Finn Balor already... The match. The show starts with Finn Balor already in the ring. Um, he gets about two words out when Pete Dunne's music hits. <sighs> they started doing this now. Uh, Pete I D- hate this. I hate this more than... Do you hate this more than the, everybody waits around and catches somebody's spot? No, but it's close. I, I hate this so much. I fucking hate this. Yeah, it's one of the worst... Cl- and, like, 
they know they're doing it because fucking Kevin Owens pointed it out when he hosted the KO show. Yeah, it's, I hate it. I hate this. I hate this so much. It makes everybody look like a fucking geek. Um, so Pete Dunne gets about three words out when Kyle O'Reilly interrupts. But to Kyle O'Reilly's credit, Kyle O'Reilly cuts off his own music. So I, I enjoyed that at least. And to be fair, he's got the one with the gripe here. Yeah. He broke, he broke the champion's jaw yeah. in a fantastic match. So they all argue over uh, who's who's going to face um, Bauer. But then they all get interrupted again by Damian Priest, who makes his own statement. Uh, I do like I do like how the three of them start arguing and Finn Balor just kind of sneaks out of the ring. Balor's rejuvenation, like since he's moved back, since he turned heel, is excellent. I don't think it's talked about enough. Well, he said he was absolutely miserable on the main roster and yeah. now he's having fun again. So He is so goddamn good. Yeah. It's not even funny. So Balor's standing on the stage watching them all argue when Scarlet shows up. And that seems to insinuate that... Uh, a certain cross will be arriving soon. Well, I hope. I don't think she's going to wrestle him. I guess you're right. You never know. Um, Balor then says he will defend his title at New Year's Evil, but he will let Regal decide his challenger. Um, and then Priest throws in a dig at Scarlet. Hey, smoke show. He did, he did say, and I quote, hey, smoke but show. But he was talking about the smoke. <laughs> he said, what is your man waiting in the car while you pick all of his fights? Mm, I'm gonna have a big problem later. I think you are too. Well, we'll get there when we get there. Isaiah Swerve Scott taking on Jake Atlas. This confused the hell out of me because Swerve was suddenly a heel. He wasn't doing all of his dancing and all of his usual Swerve mannerisms. A couple of his dreads were red now. Um, could be red. I, I guess he kind of did. Um, he was super aggressive in the match, which I enjoyed. Um, Atlas eventually caught him with a roll-up and beat him. Atlas wanted a handshake, but Swerve just kind of glared at him and walked off. This was weird. The, match, weird. the match was good. But I mean, yeah, they're good. We're, we're big Swerve guys, so. I just can't believe they, they haven't done more with him. It blow, He's so good. Yep, we know. He's so good. He's so charismatic, and I don't know. You know what? Well, maybe this is a start. We'll have to see. Because I, I don't think they would turn him heel if they have no plans for him. Well. Never mind. Never mind. Pretend I didn't well, say that. Let me introduce you to Tucker. Let me introduce you to this man called The Big Show. <laughs> Fucking. Oh, strongly recommend The Big Show Show Christmas special. I don't recommend it. I do. It's phenomenal. It's a great show. I am mad at it. I almost canceled Netflix because they canceled The Big Show Show. Speaking of charismatic and people they need to do more with, Ever Rise are in the ring. The world's greatest tag team. Um, Imperium is also in the ring, and then the grizzled young veterans make their way out. Um... Matt Martell and Chase Parker take control, but unfortunately, it didn't last. For about two seconds. Yeah. Fabian Eichner saved a pinfall. Um, then Zach Gibson hit ticket up to Mayhem on Parker for the victory. At least they didn't pin Martell. <laughs> uh, so the Grizzly Young Vections get the win. Good. I like them a lot. And yeah. they can replenish. They either got to go up to the main roster or someone else got to go to the main roster. Main roster needs teams. Badly. I think NXT needs teams. Everybody needs teams. Yeah. Like we just said, look how spread, look how thin this, this is spread. Yeah. It's a hell of a spread. Come <laughs> on, check your fucking mark. So show a video package about the two War Games matches. They confirm injuries to Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Bobby Fish. So that sucks. That really sucks. What did Dakota sucks. do? No, I, no one knows. All she did is say, you won't be seeing me for a while. We know Candice broke her arm and Bobby Fish tore his tricep. 
But no one knows what happened to Dakota. One short term and then two long terms, it sounds like. I don't know. Dakota said for a while, so that kind of sounds long term, too. I wonder what she did. I don't know. Um, but I thought the video package was good. Yeah. That's kind of their specialty. Tony Storm's doing an interview, but Io Shirai interrupts and uh, beats her down. Tony Storm tries to pout her out, but Ember Moon uh, does not let her, and then Shirai hits her with a moonsault. Fine. That's good, yeah. Perfectly good for what it was. Tomasic Champa cuts a promo backstage saying that he went after Timothy Thatcher to say that he still has it, and now he's going after Cameron Grimes because he won't shut up. I'm, so, I'm down for that. So uh, Champa and Grimes have a very good match. Thatcher shows up, sits on the stage. Um, Grimes tri- tricks Champa and takes advantage of his lingering injuries. Uh, gets a couple near falls, but Champa kicks out of all of them. Tyler Rust attempts to interfere, who is one of who. That might be the quickest uh, signing to debut in NXT history. In what, two like, weeks? Yeah. He was on last week's show, too, actually. Yeah. Um, he was Thatcher's student last week, so yeah. really, like, zero day. Wasn't the signings announced on a Wednesday? Yeah. It was zero days. Yeah, Jesus Christ, you're right. Yeah, it was zero days. That's quick. Yeah, it's you very quick. You have a record. Um, but Champa hits Grimes with Willow's Bell anyway. Afterwards, Thatcher stares down Champa, but they walk away peacefully. But then Grimes gets in Thatcher's face, and Thatcher makes him pay by flipping him onto his own face. I love Grimes. He's the best. He is. He's simply the best. And, like, it shows the range of what Cameron Grimes could do. Because he had a serious, like, good match with Champa, and then he went right back to being a fucking goof. <laughs> oh, I think Thatcher and Champa are going to become a tag team. I think they should. I think it would be good. Me too. Um, the Gargano family celebrate. I love this. But prior to that, we get a, what can only be described as a Chinese snuff film of showing Boa and Xia Li getting beat up by their teacher. What's happening here? I don't know. (laughs) What is happening? What is the reveal? I has to be Karen Q. I hope it. What was, what if it's not? I I don't know. What if it's, what if it's fucking Johnny the Bull Stamboli? I don't fuck you. Like, it's, uh, it's Miguel. The Rascals? Yeah. I don't know what I would do. Miguel Tejada. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. Oh, my God. This is the weirdest thing. That, this might be the weirdest thing I've ever seen on a wrestling show. Is this all string of events? Yeah. It's so bizarre. I don't, I don't know what's going on. They were getting hit with kendo sticks. Regal showed up to their fucking house and like, hey, what the fuck's and waterboarded. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. All right. So up next, the Gargano family celebrates uh, Johnny, Candice, Austin Theory, and Indy Hartwell. Uh, Johnny Gargano shows off the stitches in his lip, and uh, Candice LeRae shows off her cast. Um, Gargano gets, gives his wife a crappy-looking trophy that he says he flew in overnight from Italy, and it supposedly contains Shotzi Blackheart's hair and entire head, now that I think about it. Um, oh my God, I'm the Brad Stall. He then just, he then said that him and Theory would beat Priest and Leon Ruff in a tag match next week. Uh, then Priest came out. He mocked Gargano, but then Karrion Cross attacked him, threw him into the edge of the X on the stage, which looked like it sucked. He then powerbombed Priest off the stage, hopped in his Dodge Challenger, which... Does every guy on the show drive a Dodge Challenger? I think so. And they him and, him and Scarlett sped off. Oh, a couple things here. Johnny's wearing the most heel suit in history. Yes. Johnny was wearing the most heel suit in history. A powder blue fucking suit. Oh, my God. It was fantastic. That's like Bobby Heen and Jim Cornette level of heel suit. Yeah. And uh, 
I do not like that Cross and Priest are near each other. I don't know why they can't fucking miss them. Just keep them away from each other. Because Priest has to lose his feud. He's not should be infused or he's losing. Yeah, they'll probably wrestle at New Year's Evil and Cross will probably win. And the match will be fine. It'll be good. But yeah, the match God, will be really good. Damn it. They got something in Priest. Yeah, we kind of said last week when we were reviewing TakeOver, they kind of they have to... They kind of have to start putting Priest in feuds he could win, and <laughs> then the they biggest, put him in a feud with Gary and Cross. They put him in a feud with the biggest signing in NXT history. Unless Cross sends him to the main roster. I'd be okay with that. I think that's a possibility. And if he came and just murdered Zayn. Has a great Royal Rumble showing. Yeah, you're right. I just hope that's the way they go. That could be Cross's gimmick. He, he sent Keith Lee to the main roster, now he'll send Priest to the main roster. Fall and pray. And we all know the main roster's hell, so... Mm-hmm. Just ask Brian Myers. So, Pete Dunne takes on Killian Dane. No, we have to talk about I know, Mal- Malcolm. Malcolm. Malcolm Bivens found Tyler Rust. He said, he gave him a business card and said, I gave you an opportunity last week. Don't turn it down again. They ask Pete Dunne for an interview, but then Killian Dane charges. And a fight breaks out backstage, leading to a match. Um, a year ago, Pete Dunne said the most famous words... I don't care about Killian Dane, and sadly, that is true. At one time, I did. At one time, I did. After the ladder match in New Orleans, I'm like, man, this guy could be a star. Then he rotted on the main roster for a year. He came back to NXT, formed a tag team with Drake Maverick, and... Here he is. Here he is. Big guy number two. The match was fine. Yeah, he's good. I'm not saying he's not good. I just don't care about him. Um, Lorcan and Burke shut in fear, but Drake Maverick stops them. Um... However, this distracts Dane, who walks into a kick and then the bitter end for the win. It was a good match. Probably the best match uh, Dane has had in his second NXT run. Yeah, I mean, they actually let him work. Yeah, but it's... He wasn't just destroying people or, like, saving Drake Maverick. So Leon Ruff asks what's next um, with Damian Priest injured. Gargano and Theory show up and make fun of Ruff, saying he's all all on his own and has no friends. But then a wild Kushida appears. And oh, when, when Kushida saw Austin Theory, he was right on the spot. <laughs> Shit, I'll be your partner. That is a, that is, that is a uh, that he was worried about Leon Ruff's age. And he did. He, he saw to... Austin Theory, and he was like, "Oh shit!" Said, "I gotta step in." Time splitter to the rescue. Yes, and I guarantee you, Kushida taps out Theory with the hoverboard lock next week. Book it. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. That's true. Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon main event. Um... What do you think of everyone's new look? It depends on the day. I've liked it. I've not liked it. I've liked it to trying something new with her because, you, you know, before her just tragic injury, I was a big fan of hers. And she fucking hurts himself chasing the 24-7 title. But such is life, I guess. And uh, I think that I'm glad they tried something with her, but I'm not sure if this is the one thing they should have tried. Her jacket has a tail on it. It, it confuses me. She's like Mad Max. That's, I think, exactly, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Raquel Gonzalez... Takes advantage early, chokes her, throws her around the ring. Every time Ember starts to get start a comeback, she gets planted. Moon finally hits a suplex and a cartwheel clothesline. DDT gets a two count. Um, but Moon climbs the stage, but Gonzalez catches her and throws her into like the steel post that I guess they didn't feel like removing after war games. Um, Ember Moon... Then goes for the eclipse, but Gonzalez catches it and clotheslines the shit out of her. She then hits a single arm powerbomb for the win. Afterwards, Tony Storm tries to attack Moon, but Rhea Ripley makes a save. 
Ripley and Gonzalez stare at each other, and they both say they aren't done with each other. And that's your show, folks. I hope they don't blow it with with, with uh, Raquel. Uh, it certainly appears like she's going to be next in line for EO. <sighs> she's not ready. She's not ready. I'm sorry. She's just not. I think EO could pull a good match out of her. I agree. No, I, I agree I'm not with worried you. about the match. Her EO and Rhea could pull good matches out of her. If she takes that title, she is not ready to hold. I don't think she is. Okay, you're right. I don't. I, I, I hope not. I don't think she is. But I just don't put her to the top of the card. Wait till she's ready because she's not. Not in ring yet. Not personality wise yet. She's not ready. And now with Dakota on the shelf, it appears like she's gonna be more of a focus. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's NXT. Now, uh, I guess we should talk about ratings before we give out awards. So, uh, I'm not. I'm not really here to talk about who did more viewers. Uh, AW won. I believe NXT had 658 and AW had 995. Um, but what I want to talk about is we're talking about, well, how much viewership would Sting have? Will these lapsed wrestling fans from 20 years ago even come back? And both of us said no, but we were pretty fucking wrong. Yeah. Because there were like 400,000 people wrong. NXT had been dominating the 50 plus demo and they still won it this week. But it was a .35 to a .29. It's the closest AW has been to beating them in the 50-plus demo. And it appears Sting is a big part of that. So, and a lot of people were watching that Sting segment. Yeah. It did o- the Sting segment itself did over a million. Um, so I think anyone who criticized the Sting signing has to eat crow, no pun intended. Yeah. Um, or go surfing, no pun intended. Nakamura's out there wishing he doubted Sting. He's gonna come. He's gonna come with his face painted a flat top. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's kind of anything else you want to. I know you hate talking about ratings, but it definitely shows the war is over. There never was one. Was Get just... NXT off of fucking Wednesday. That's my next question. So, you suddenly get handed creative control of NXT. Um, like creative control, or like when was Wednesday? When's it on? Well, no, because we know that they will not move that show. Yeah. So other than moving that show, what would you try to, you know, create a spark? Because I have an idea. I don't know how much it would work, but I'm curious to see if you have anything. Put the title on Cross immediately. Okay. Uh, I'd bring one person from the main roster down every week. Ooh. I, I'm not saying that's a bad idea, it's just... But I don't know how to get people to watch. What I would do is... is what's the strength of NXT? What do you mean strength? Like, what's... The what's women's, women's. Thank you. What I would do is, as soon as she's healthy, I would put the women's tag titles on Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez and just have them have matches with, with you know, maybe the Riot Squad to come down and challenge them. Maybe... So I'm basically doing the same thing you are, but at least I have a fucking reason to do it. Okay, on that thing, make one tag team championship and have to do the same thing with that. Well, we the problem is we know they won't do that. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not saying that that's a bad idea. I'm just saying they won't do that. I know there only should be one tag team championship. There should have been for years. I don't mind NXT having its own tag team titles, but Raw and SmackDown definitely don't need their yeah. own. But like my thing is, they said the women's tag team titles will be defended by all three brands. Raw people have held it. SmackDown people have held it. It's been defended in NXT, but our NXT team has never won it. And there are so many good women in the NXT women's division. Why not fucking put it on Raquel and, Raquel and Dakota? I, I, agree. I understand maybe that's the only tag team they got down there right now, but, I mean, there's Candice and Indy. Candice and Indy? Um, uh, 
Who know who's we could do Shotzi and Rhea. Sh- Shotzi and Rhea. We can bring down the Riot Squad. They're all in fucking Florida at the moment. Yeah, like we can. Uh, Riot Squad. Uh, Natalia and Lana. They're on. Well, Natalia's on SmackDown now. So, the fuck did that happen? The draft that was like a month ago. No, I'm sorry, Dana and Lana. Yeah, Dana and Mandy. Dana and Mandy. Yes. Although Oscar and Lana might be tag champions in Oscar uh, and Lana. by Sunday. Yeah. Which I don't know. Shayna and Nia, if you're gonna keep them together. So, yeah. Like I don't you know. Granted, I don't think like women's tag titles in NXT. I don't think that's necessarily the answer, but I, I can't fucking hurt. They have to do something different. Yeah. Just can't. They just can't do the same thing it's, they're doing. Like NXT. There was that month when McAfee first showed up. I'm like, oh man, NXT's back. I feel revitalized again. Now I feel like we're back to the same old they had boring that NXT. Show that they had that, that phenomenal show that ended in the cage match between Rhea and and uh, Mercedes. Yeah, and guess what? That was on a Tuesday, and it did great number. But they don't care about that. They just care about hindering AEW. Which, from a business standpoint, I can't say I blame them because this might be a bold statement, but if those shows are on different days. AW might have the same amount of viewers as Raw. Yeah. There are only there are only 0.1 behind them in the 18 to 49 demo. Like they're 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 here. They're here. And that's with NXT. Yeah. They're fucking here. And that's an issue for WWE. Well, it's not really an issue cuz they're not going anywhere, but uh-huh. I I know they want to be seen as the number 1. And I know SmackDown's the bigger show now because it's on network TV and not cable. But if AEW starts beating Raw, oh boy, yeah. But they're not going to change. They need to change things, and they will. They'll do things. They'll do things like bring back Goldberg and send Keith Lee back down to the Performance Center. And and the thing that sucks is they don't have to change at least until they have to renegotiate TV deals again, mm-hmm. because they are they are finite. We talked about it, and and when we talked about it, we didn't think it would actually be true. But we talked about how they could not sell a ticket for an entire year and still turn a profit. Yeah. And boy, have they turned a profit this year. Good God Almighty have they. Yeah. So right. until these TV deals are up. So let's give out awards. Um, better show is AEW. Don't Absolutely. I agree as well. Don't think it's even close. This no, week. NXT, no. there's usually like one thing, one or two no, things in NXT. The thing about NXT liked. is all of, it's, all of it has good and bad parts. Yeah. The like, entire show. And it's not that NXT is bad. It's just it doesn't, it's not doing anything for me. No, I agree. No, I agree. They, they, have, they have all these ingredients, but they don't fucking cook them. Yeah. You know, they don't, they're sitting there and not a chopping block. My AEW MVP is uh, Kenny and Don. I thought they were a great pairing. My NXT MVP, I am going to go with... I don't even know. I guess Cross. Cross is back. That's cool. And my overall MVP is going to be... Whoever wrote the Sting segment, because I really like what they did with it. Besides Sting, Sting chaining this is awesome. Uh, Yeah, that was just unfortunate. Yeah. You know he's been wanting to do that for years. Uh, my AEW was a better show. I agree. My NXT MVP is Swerve. That's an odd choice. Just the doing because I, I like to see him back on television. He lost, but look, he's in turn heel and see something. Watch his show at McAfee though; it's very good. My AEW MVP is hmm is FTR. Okay, for, I like that choice for for having a goddamn wrestling match. I like that choice. Uh, my overall MVP. Sting, he brought in the viewers. He did. He brought in the viewers. Nothing for Jericho, though. So that concludes our war report for another week. Coming up next, we will talk tables, ladders, chairs. Oh, my. Glad you you did it. Didn't have much faith in you, but you got it done. So we'll be talking TLC next, give our thoughts on who we think is going to come out on top and where we think we go from here. So stay tuned. 
Tables, Ladders, and Chairs will take place this Sunday, December 20th, 2020 in St. Petersburg, Florida at Tropicana Field. It's better than it usually plays there. They were in the World Series this year. They were, but they have zero fans. Well, there's zero fans there now, so yeah, I guess usual. it's all evened out. So oh, yes. they have more fans than the Marlins, though. The Marlins games are pathetic. Yeah, Marlins games are pretty I remember, I, remember, I remember watching Roy Holiday's perfect game and just hearing conversations from people. So you have six matches announced as we record this, which is Monday afternoon before Raw. I assume we'll get more before all is said and done. I don't know. Six seems like it's full. For what they've been going for? That's true. We usually have three, or two, usually. But, like, where else? what else match could they make? Uh, Some jaunty pre-show match? Maybe Sammy. I'm assuming Sammy and or Lashley will be defending their titles. One of the two, at least. One right? of the two, yeah. Lashley, more than likely. Lashley versus Riddle, maybe? Yeah. 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 That seems to be the feud they're going who with right with now. Sammy? Who, who would take Sammy's? I mean, Big E was feuding with him right now. <sighs> yeah, but uh, I think a little... Yeah. I mean, I don't I know what Sammy they're going to do. All right. I think Sammy would win if that's to happen. Probably. He's been winning. He's been winning by count out every fucking it's week. Fantastic. It is. He's, there, he's WWE's Toro Yano. It's so old, it's new. So let's start with a rematch of the match on SmackDown last Friday. Sasha Banks taking on Carmella for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Sasha, so you got why. Sasha, because Sasha. I also have Sasha. You, when you asked me if they would punish Sasha for Snoop Dogg signing with AEW to commentary, I said I would donate my ball. If Carmella was the next SmackDown Women's Champion, I stand by that statement. Sasha will retain. Up next, the New Day. No, I just thought it was weird they made the match for Friday. Well, they know Sasha's ratings, pal. Yeah. Bonafide draw. The New Day. Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods defend against the Hurt Business. Cedric Alexander and Shelton <coughs> Benjamin. Raw tag titles on the line. Who you got in why? It's time. Vader time? He's dead. Right. Unfortunately. That is sad. When did he die? Uh, two years ago. Let's see. It's been a while now, right? Yeah, former Ram. He played, for, he played with the Rams in the 79 Super Bowl against the Steelers. We lost, of course. Yeah. That's what you do. Uh, Coming from the fucking Eagles fan. Okay, we've only lost one. We've lost three, but we've been in four. How many have you been in? Three. You lost two. You lost mm. to the Raiders. You lost to the Patriots. You oh, beat yeah. the Patriots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically the same. Yeah. Same, same franchise. Except we were more successful. <laughs> Can't even stay in one town. Uh, uh, the Hurt Business. Well, you know we're the only team in NFL history to win titles in three different towns? Cleveland, L.A., St. Louis. Good. At least we don't have to fucking combine with the Steelers. Hey, it was World War II. It was tough times. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It was tough times. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. They do, and then that's why I still have to deal with Tom Brady. Uh, the Hurt Business is going to win this match. One of two things is going to happen. Her business is going to win or Cedric's going to break from the music. And I'm torn on which one it's going to be yeah, because Cedric has been acting like so overtly cocky after victories lately. And like, I'm happy for it. Cedric's super talented. I'm glad he's getting a push. Um, I'm going to, just because you said her business wins, I'm going to go the opposite route. Cedric breaks away. New Day retains. Okay, I think it's time for the her business. No. I mean, I do. I would I'd love if they won, but I don't know. The Cedric thing has to be leading to something. Yeah, it absolutely is. So up next, let's go. Let's stick with the tag teams. The women's tag team titles are on the line with Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defending against Asuka and Lana. Who you got and why? Asuka and Lana. Lana was a sole survivor. Asuka doesn't lose. Asuka and Lana. I don't know, but like, where do you go from here if they win? Defend it on NXT. Hmm. <laughs> <sighs> I see. I I legitimately don't know. 
I think there's more matches to be had with Asuka and Lana than there are with Shayna and Nia. I'm going to say... Here's what I'm going to say. This could be bold right here. This could be bold. So Asuka is going to take out Shayna. Lana's going to pin Shayna. That's going to lead to Shayna and Asuka feuding for the Raw Women's title. And Shayna's going to take the Raw Women's title. Okay. I like that. I think that's... Okay. I like that. So I'm going to go with Asuka and Lana. All, but then Asuka and Lana are left with the tag titles. And that's kind of an issue. <laughs> but, Unless yeah. Asuka turns and just destroys Lana. But then who's going to be the... She's like the only baby face Raw has. I know. You're talking... I, I, I understand their issues. I, I know you understand, but I'm trying to, like, figure this shit out. Yeah, I'm but I think to, you're right. I, I'm I, trying to get in the mind of a 75-year-old madman, and it's not easy. Asuka and Lana will win this match. I have to agree with you. Let's go now. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, being accompanied by Alexa Bliss, taking on Randy Orton. Orton. Fiend. I, I'm going to Fiend. But the, if anybody was to beat him, it would be Orton. Or Ziggler. One of the two. <laughs> Ziggler would want to lose and be pissed that he's going over. Fitz, <laughs> I can't beat the Fiend. Are they, are they winning the tag titles on Friday? Yeah, they you think, are. You think so? Yeah, they absolutely are. It's such a Ziggler and Rude thing to do. We're the ones that finally end the Street Profits reign. <laughs> it's like, God damn it, Vince. I want to go on vacation. You're getting these goddamn tag titles on me. Give me, give me, give me a strap right before Christmas. <laughs> All I want is time off. <laughs> check your... If you think that's true, check, check your info button then I... I love I love when uh, people ask Dolph Ziggler what's happening on Raw, and he goes, I don't know, I don't watch the show. Because <laughs> I hate wrestling. He does, too. He made fun of his own comedy. <laughs> oh, what a fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, he's like, the only thing less funny than my stand-up is you guys. <laughs> also, why did the big bunch of cops pull out of the ring? I, In the middle of the match? I don't, I don't know. I thought it ended. And I'm like, well, what, wait, what did I miss? And no, right the goddamn middle of the match. Yeah, it's... It's Vince, man. Did the music? It's Vince. It's Vince. I don't There's know some what's... some kind of disqualification. <laughs> I don't know. I... Did any of the cups land on Ziggler, though? I no. Mean... So they didn't get him the ref went counting. He was out of the ring. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you have Sami Zayn, who only wins by count out, and Dolph Ziggler, who doesn't get counted out. <laughs> hey, when you've been with a company this long, you got privileges. Yeah, but Fiend. Fiend, Fiend, Fiend. I'm also going Fiend. I'm not Quickly. looking forward to this match, though. I don't think it's going to be good. No, it's not. Um, let's go to Drew McIntyre defending the WWE title against AJ Styles with Omos, fresh off of his performance center training, in a tables, ladders, and chairs match for the WWE title. Drew. Yeah, I don't, Mania, at least. I, don't think, I don't think there's much debate here. And then finally, the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns, with Paul Heyman and potentially Jey Uso, defend the Universal Championship against Kevin Owens with... His friend's table, ladder, and chair in a table, sliders, and chairs match for the Universal title. This match will be tremendous. This match will be great. Their last table, ladders, and chairs match at a pay-per-view was tremendous. Oh, it wasn't a TLC match. It was a street fight was with it? Jericho in a shark cage. Was it? Was Jer- this, okay. Okay. Because yeah, remember, Jericho was like dropping gimmicks down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, they had like a scarf and he put down the key of the scarf. But uh, their last match was great. Yeah, it was. Two just outstanding performers. But Roman's holding his title for at least a year. Yeah, I don't I don't see Roman losing it anytime soon, so I'm also going the big dog. Scale of 1 to 10. How excited are you for Tables, Letters, and Chairs 2020? Oh, four. Yeah. I'm, It'll be fine. I'm just... I'm cautiously optimistic looking at the card. Like, there seems... Sasha and Carmella surprised me on Friday with, with how good it was. I, I didn't think... 
I don't know. I, I didn't think it would be that good of a match, and Carmella kind of held her own. The two TLC matches will be good. Um, New Day and Hurt Business have been putting on clinics. I'm just sick of seeing them wrestle each other. No, excuse me. That seems, that, that seems to be wrestling. That's that WWE. We, we love watching it, but it's just all the same, over and over. Yeah, so I'm going to go slightly higher than you. I'm going to go a six. But, yeah, that's TLC 2020. And with that, we must bid you adieu. So, goodbye, good night, bang! I thought you were throwing me for the bang. I'm a little upset. No. Peace. Uh, follow us on Twitter at ChampionsPod.